remix the dead. I'm remix the dead. I cover music and life, learn day and night, and I grow over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the remix the dead podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much. You guys support me, and I know you want to support other people. And if you're anything like me, I love supporting local business and small business um, and startup companies. My friend Mary, she has given us such an opportunity to get awesome Christmas gifts for our family. Uh, 50% off our orders at isaru.com. I repeat, isaru.com, 50% off with a generous code that she has provided for us. You don't have to go back and listen to the other episode with Mary, but if you do, definitely check out what she has to say and what she has to offer and also the charities that, that they give to. Each and every time you guys purchase something, the donations go to a great cause not only to support a great family but to support great causes guys seriously I love you please go support Izaru and the code is remix 50 R-E-M-I-X 50 for 50% off at checkout alright guys thank you so much I love you check out this episode with Mr. Dan Zanner, I didn't catch his rap name because I didn't ask him. But he's got a killer beard and he's got some killer vocabulary. So let's get it. Hey guys, how you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I am Remix the Dad. I am joined with my buddy Dan Zayner. He lives in Indiana. He's a podcaster. He gets up every morning really, really, really early and reads the Daily Stoic, which uh, is just amazing and it drops a lot of knowledge bombs. First thing, get you thinking with that and then a cup of energy juice or coffee or whatever you want to drink, kind of get you going, mixed in with the Bible. Um, he has three kids. Um, his newest edition came a couple months ago. So, uh, Dan, if you'd like to tell us a little bit more about yourself, because I know there's a lot more than just that, that pretty face <laughs> and that beard, man. How long we got, man? <laughs> Glad to be here. Super excited to be talking with you, as always, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, a beautiful morning. Got the uh, the Purdue flight school flying over here, so if you hear planes in the background, that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually 20 minutes from, uh, 15, 20 minutes from the DIA airport, so we see planes coming over all the time. Oh, yeah. So, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, we just, uh, we're uh, living the dream out here in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, got uh, three three beautiful kids. Yeah, oh, gosh, I can't believe she's, our, our newest one, Felicity, is seven weeks this week, so yeah, not quite two months yet. Nuts. So we got Felicity, we got Jane, the middle one now, 
and uh, and Alex and my wife Tracy. We've been married for for nine years, um, which is awesome. And you know, since uh, you know you guys you guys and your audience appreciate music, she's a music teacher, and we met in marching band in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What did you play? Uh, we both played trombone. Trombone. Nice. Yep. Nice. I still remember. Um, she's a year ahead of me in school, and when I was applying for for school and 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 uh, you know putting in my application for the band, I remember seeing her picture on the trombone website, like uh, the section website, and going, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I still feel like that every time she walks in the room, um, or out of a room. <laughs> Do you guys ever pull out the trombones and like have a date night? You know, we haven't done that in a long time because uh, I don't know why. I think it's just because whenever whenever it's date night or the kids are uh, asleep or we're at, we're somewhere else, and a trombone is quite a loud instrument to play when the kids are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be funny explaining to them the next morning. What are you? What were you guys doing? I'm oh, just playing trombone. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's a, I just got a crazy image in my head. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to say thanks just in advance for coming on and just, oh, being, just being flexible pleasure. with the schedules and stuff. Yeah, uh, no problem. This is great. Uh, always always happy to share uh, the little bit of knowledge I've gained from, like you said, reading the Daily Stoic and, and the other, and the good book and relationship with God and everything and all the guys in the alliance i'm learning stuff from and the uh <clears throat> massive works of tim ferris that i bludgeon people with so <laughs> yeah yeah There's that's a that's your that's your third manual right around in the old brain pan that uh is useful to folks <laughs> holy crap Uh-oh. speaking of getting bludgeoned by tim ferris <laughs> yeah he has an avalanche of books coming down on him in his office man <laughs> you all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit better bookshelf so this this guy he rucks and so instead <laughs> of put in, instead of putting weights in there he puts all these books in his backpack. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've currently got a, a thirty pound steel plate hanging out in my ruck, and uh, and sometimes I get books in there too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I carry that around everywhere, and it's it's funny. Like I, I think back in, into when I really started getting serious about my health, and I used to carry more than that on my stomach you know yeah. <laughs> i lost about 50 pounds uh since uh june of, or may of uh 2017 so it's kind of nuts yeah man i've i've seen a huge difference like just just in your general like physique and stuff and just in your in your face too like the beard you got the beard with it slim oh down. yeah how much does the beard weigh i don't know i never actually weighed it <laughs> That's awesome. Worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got the goatee going on, and then I have a few going on on the sides. So that's... I used to just do the goatee, but I have kind of been digging the full beard, and it doesn't annoy my wife nearly as much as I thought I thought it would. Um, my kids love it, so yeah. hang on to it for a while. Nice, nice. Do you want to get into some of these questions? Let's do it, man. All right. So one of the first questions I like to ask, since it's a music show, uh, who would be your favorite band or artist? Um, I'm going to answer that in segments because it changes. Currently, uh, my favorite artist 
would be um, <laughs> Galactic Empire of all things. They're a, a band that does kind of uh, heavy metal covers of Star Wars songs, like the score. Oh wow! It's awesome. Um, but I've gone back and forth between you know, Hans Zimmer is another one that I love. Um, he makes amazing music scores. Um, I had a Skrillex kick for a while. Um, really into Dream Theater in, uh, in college and kind of my early uh, you know adult career after after graduating. So the prog metal scene is something I'm into. And then uh, uh, Dave Matthews is another favorite. I was going to call out Dave Matthews on you. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely Dave Matthews. Funny story about Dave Matthews. So <laughs> when, I, when I asked Tracy out um, on, on a date, I asked her out in a really weird way by bringing some speakers along with me and my iPod. And I sang to her a song that we played in, in marching band, Hey Baby. And then I was searching around on my iPod for something like to slow dance to, and I had like nothing. So <laughs> we ended up playing the Final Fantasy VII theme because it was slow. And then I knew she liked playing piano because she was uh, played piano since she, she was a kid. I'm like, oh, you're going to love this song. And I threw on the, the uh, live version of Two Step from the Central Park concert, which is like 20 minutes long with like a five-minute long piano solo in the middle. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I've... Um... So you're into movie scores and stuff, man. Yeah, you know, music movie scores are. I've found how I can get into like a flow state at, at work, or when I gotta do some hardcore, you know, writing of reports or calculations. When I used to do more engineering kind of work, like if I gotta get into the zone, I throw on some Hans Zimmer, um, you know, some Klaus Bedelt, some James Horner, all that stuff, because it's it's engaging it's good music but it doesn't distract me with lyrics yeah yeah i was uh reading the other day and that's pretty much what i did i, I went on and i they had um on spotify they have like different playlists and i think they had a couple scores in there so that's kind of what reminded me of that mm-hmm. and yeah i i love uh like music scores and it's funny um back in uh, 7 or that area I used to love listening to uh, I was in a different space mentally and emotionally and spiritually I, I used to love listening to like scary movie like horror movie oh man uh, wow um scores so wow and I just just the way they uh, set them up and I I dissect them and then I'd write lyrics over them and put beats and stuff and mix okay. them mix them together. It was it was it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Different time of my life. I don't I don't do much uh, music making anymore. So leave that for the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So what what would be uh we're in an age of singles like music singles. What would be one of your uh, top albums that you that you'd go to or just recommend? Oh man, I mean the Grease, the Grease soundtrack? soundtrack, the Grease soundtrack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, definitely uh, the the one that the first one comes to mind is the Man of Steel soundtrack uh, by by Hans Zimmer. I mean, it is just 
an absolutely lovely score, but with some badass beats. And I, I've even like gone so far as to watch like how they made it. Yeah. The percussion in this score is so powerful. Um, they recorded some of it with 12 drummers in a circle around the, the microphone, like, you know, Pharrell Williams and, and guys like that, like really good, you know, rock drummers, jazz drummers, and just pounding away this really powerful uh, beat in, uh, in a few of the songs. So it's, it's really, really exciting and inspiring. Is there, so, a, is there a documentary on it or? I think so. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Hans Zimmer's like kind of Marvel or not Marvel DC movie tracks or scores, the gladiator soundtrack. They've, they've done like a, how he made them kind of documentaries. Dude. Yeah. I'll they're have to really look those good. up, man. They're really, really good. Um, gladiator soundtrack. Another one. I mean, I listened to the, that like on repeat through high school. I and mean, that thing is amazing. Just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, the Dark Knight soundtrack, another yeah. one of his. Just uh, that got me through engineering school, <laughs> <laughs> my junior and senior year. Um, uh, what other ones are really good? The, the Central Park concert, uh, live concert. Dave Matthews, love that one. That was my first first Dave Matthews album I bought because it was uh, like three CDs for the price of one. I'm like, all right, I'll get as much Dave Matthews as I can get all in once, <laughs> one album. Yeah, I think that was also, uh, take it back, I think that was also Andy Storch's favorite album, too. Him and uh, Joel Gee, okay. I think I think it was theirs, okay. too. So, we got some That's Dave Matthews one. representing on the Remix the Dad show. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, I've only been to one of his concerts. I really want to go back to another one. Yeah. What, what, where did you go? What year? I went in, uh, oh man, it probably was 2005 or six. Oh, yeah, you gotta yeah. make you got to make another one. You're seeing, yeah. Maybe take the one, one or two of the kids with you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely make an experience out of it. So, yeah. Um, this this one gets a lot of folks. Uh, what what would be your go to song? And what and on what occasion? Um, I've got many. <laughs> say your. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a choice. You can either go. You're in a kind of a funk slump, and you just want to get out of that, that depression. Yeah. Or you're gonna go ruck a fifty mile uh, course. And oh, you it's need the that, same need... song for both, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Invincible by Skillet. Okay, that's. And then followed up directly by uh, the Lego Batman theme. Yes. <laughs> Darkness. Who never skips leg day, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh man! Did you see they're coming out with a Lego too? No. Yeah, um, I'm. I've been peeping that out, man. That's I've been having that on the radar. Nice. I will say another another um, not a song but a playlist that I really like on Spotify that uh, I go to in the mornings um, or kind of when I just need to need to reconnect with God a bit is the worship Wednesdays podcast or podcast playlist by Lauren Daigle. Um, and it's not, it's not all Lauren Daigle stuff, but, uh, some, some of that more kind of folksy isn't the right word. More raw, uh, worship music. Yeah. That's not just the stuff you sing on Sundays, but, uh, is 
better music, frankly. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and not just the same old, you know, three chords and, uh, you know, the, the painful sounding, you know, pained sounding voice and expression. Uh, uh, yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of that, but not, not that much. That's that one. I really, really like quite a bit. And what, um, what, what was that one called? Uh, Worship Wednesdays. Worship Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just kind of looking through my uh, <laughs> my Spotify actually. Um, yeah, that's another one. Or man, sometimes I just like to to listen to some mellow piano music. Um, a little bit of Debussy, you know, uh, just to kind of mellow out a bit. <laughs> slow you down, or not not slow you down, but just kind of yeah. Yeah, just get in a chill state of mind. Settle, settle the waters. But, yeah, but be deep I'll do that while I'm woodworking time. too. Like I find uh, there's a couple of playlists on Spotify I'll listen to, and I, I just need to, I need to be focused, but I need to be chill, um, so that I don't cut myself or screw up something. Yeah, you don't want to be listening <laughs> to like Five Finger Death Punch. And... No, <sighs> yeah, exactly. So listen to you know the cinematic chill out. Uh, playlist or autumn acoustic is another one. Some some really cool like uh, mellow acoustic songs on there. Very nice, man. Uh, so you mentioned um, mentioned God. You mentioned like church music and stuff. Um, how do you fill up your cup for for yourself so you can be a better um, better for your family and the community around you? Yeah. Um, like you said, I get up early, like most days, you know, five thirty-five, forty-five, and if I'm really on it, <laughs> you know, an ideal morning, first thing I'm doing is after I post a picture of myself drinking something to the, my morning accountability group to prove I'm awake, uh, and make the coffee, um, I'm sitting down with uh, a Bible and and reading through a plan um lately i've been reading through with other guys like uh andrew choate from the alliance or kelsey clark Uh, andrew choate and i actually have been accountability partners since 2010 i think oh wow yeah he and i used to work together in connecticut and and have been friends since then super super stoked that he's in the alliance now so if you ever want any dirt on on me from back then you, you know who to go Dang, I should have pre-interviewed him, man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll read through some scripture. I'll read an uplifting book. Uh, Right now I'm reading through two, actually, Warren Peterson's new book. I'm reading a preview copy of that to help him kind of proofread it and and polish it a little bit, and it's excellent. Um, It's like conversational uh, writing, like, you were asking questions to Jesus and he's saying, Hey, this is you know what I think about that. And then the scriptures behind it really, really good. Um, and also reading, um, what was it? Uh, game changing dads, Ray Matz, um, quite good. Um, yeah, things like that or tons of John Eldridge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like if, if I'm feeling really disconnected from God, like if I feel like I'm getting my prayer life out of whack, like actually I need to do another reread of, of this book. Um, I'll read, Walking with God. It's really, really good and, a, and an easy read, but it's a, it's basically John Eldridge's prayer journal uh, for a year of like this is what what was going on in his life and with his family and what he prayed about and what or not and and what happened with that and, and how it was answered or, or not 
really, really good. So, yeah, so I do that. Um, I meditate, um, a combination of the Headspace app, and I also do, I started doing the Wim Hof method, so kind of uh, oxygenating your blood through um, kind of controlled hyperventilation and then breath holding for as long as you can. And then while I'm doing that hold for, you know, two minutes, two and a half minutes, I'm, I'm praying. Um, and kind of asking God what he's got for me that day and, and listening. Um, and then I'll do uh, breath hold push-ups, seeing how many I can do. I'm up to the, the most I've ever done was 65. I can usually do 50. So, so you hyperventilate, so you breathe in about 40 times. And then you hold on the out breath and do as many push-ups as you can. Oh, and wow. Because you're, you've got all the CO2 out of your bloodstream and you've got it super oxygenated, you could just use that up um, while you're holding your breath and do more push-ups than you normally would be able to do before you get gassed out. And I, I actually have to take a breath before I'm gassed on push-ups usually. Wow, man. I've never, yeah. I've never heard of that. I'm, I'm, I yeah, might have give to it a try. shot. Just look it up, the, the Wim Hof method. Wim. It's, so it's the... His three, his things are, are breath, breathing, um, cold exposure, and, and and meditation. So you'll see him like his big thing is like ice baths and getting out into, you yeah. know, frozen Northlands with shorts on and stuff like that. Like the guys climbed Mount Everest in shorts and a hat and boots. I think yeah, I think I've heard of heard of him I, on a on an on a podcast. Yeah, he's been on a ton of them, but so. I, I started to do that. Um, I've got a goal of, of being able to do it, uh, ice baths, uh, you know, for as long as I want, and and getting out in the cold this winter with shorts on and, and not feeling cold, um, or being able to, you know, uh, endure that. It's all sorts of good things for your immune system when you do it. Cold, cold um, showers. Yep, take cold showers every morning, or, or a combination of starting hot and then going cold. Um, yeah, with the wet, with the weather, man, changing, it's it's not so fun taking those cold showers in the winter time. <laughs> it sure isn't, but it's uh, it's, it's a way you. to like start the day with like, okay, this is something I can control. I am calm and I'm in control, you know, and I'm I'm building up my resilience right right from the beginning of the day. And you're you're saving money on water and heat. Heck yeah, saving on my so, gas bill. So. <laughs> That's one. That's one of the things that I tell people that when I when I say I'm taking like cold showers, you're crazy. And I was like, well, one, I feel better. Two, I'm saving money. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it's better for your skin. It's better oh. for your hair. Oh, definitely, definitely. And like you said, your mental resilience it definitely helps with that too, because you know you can control it, and you know it's something that's going to be there momentarily, and then it'll be over. Yeah, and you, and you can take that mindset with you in any situation. Exactly, exactly, and you know, not to say I'm I'm perfect at at that or, what? or any You're not aspects of my morning routine by any stretch of the imagination. But if I if I hit, you know, three out of those things in a morning, I, I consider it a, a good morning. Um, and so, yeah, and then like you said, you mentioned earlier the daily stoic thing. I usually read that the first thing I get when I get to work. I'm in the office now, so when I get to, when I get to the office, I make some oatmeal, and I read the Daily Stoic while I'm eating my breakfast, and then I read it back to the the guys in the Alliance as a way to kind of process it and 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 also you know give them some some good stuff to start their day too. Um, but that's been really impactful. I've been doing that for a year now on every weekday, which is 
mind-boggling to me. Well, just about every weekday. I've missed a couple here and there, but you know, um, that's that's been really impactful. It's been it's been impactful for even me, man. Uh, it's been encouraging getting up, and I might not watch it right when you're doing it, but I'll watch it. I'll watch the replay later, and there's a lot of good value and encouragement and insights just to start the day. So thanks, man. That's, so keep keep it up, man. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't have to write it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a. It's, it's... Uh, what else do I do to fill my cup up, though? I mean, just talking to guys in the alliance uh, when I'm when I'm going through rough stuff or, or not, you know, celebrating the good and the bad of life. Um, I'll go for a ruck, you know, like I'm if I'm feeling really, um, really down or like out of sorts. Uh, my wife's awesome; she'll she'll notice these things too. I'm like, I just need to get outside. She's like, Yeah, go for it. So I'll go go for a ruck for an hour and put a couple of miles in, or or I'll go mountain biking. And um, funnily enough, we got an actually pretty decent technical single track course here in town, which is kind of nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So those are kind of things I do. Very nice. So you were talking about doing woodworking. Uh, what what kind of projects are you working on? Nothing currently. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll say I have one in progress that I need to. I want to finish. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm getting back into my love of woodworking because I burned it out of myself by trying to make it into a business. Um, and I really got to a point where I kind of hated it. Um, so now I'm getting back to the point where I don't need to be making money using that as a side hustle. I just want to do it to, because I enjoy it. And when I enjoy it, um, it, it is just so much more fulfilling um and the, the, i make i do better work too so um long story short i'm working on a campaign style desk for our house so it, it's a it's an officer's field desk kind of thing so it folds up into a compact form so we can take it camping with us or we can just put it in, in the side of the room and we don't need a desk um but I'm also making it with a, a lowered um, inset surface in it so that we can play board games in there. And we play, you know, sometimes we'll play long games like uh, Mice and Mystics or Stuffed Fables or something that takes, you know, a couple hours. But my kids don't have that attention span all the time. So to be able to just leave that set up, put the top on the desk and save the game um, until we're ready to play again is, is pretty good. Or, or when I'm painting miniatures or something and I just want to, you know, leave, kind of, leave stuff in progress just put the top on the desk, you know, so the, the cats don't get in it and the kids don't get in it. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm working on. But my ultimate goal, like what I want to do is I want to build my shop out in a way that uh, is inviting to my kids to come in and like just whittle on a two by four and a vice while I'm working on something or, or eventually build projects with me. Like I, I just interviewed a, a friend of mine for my podcast. He's a, he's a woodworker. Um, and he, uh, works for a Canadian tool company, uh, but he also teaches, but he was talking about how, um, he, he invites his daughter into the shop and how he's done that over the years. And, um, just starting with like a spoke shave. So it's this, uh, blade in a, in a body with two handles and it like the blade barely comes out at all. And he would just like clamp a two by four and a vice on one end of his bench 
and say, here you go, go at it. Do whatever you want with that. You can't hurt yourself. Just hold your hands here and anything else you can do whatever you want. And they'll start with making shavings and figuring out how, how grain direction works. And then eventually they'll be like making shapes and things that actually look like things. Oh, wow. Um, that's what, that's what I want to go is, is, uh, making my shop a more inviting place. I mean, for myself, frankly, so that I, I, I don't get in there and go, oh, it's dark. There's clutter everywhere. I don't know where all my tools are because I can't remember where I left it last time. And there's, you know, it's just messy and unorganized right now. And there's no windows. <laughs> so, um, it's not as, not as ideal as I would like it. So, but I want to be able to build, I really like, uh, the campaign style. So the, the simple lines, brass accents, leather straps, and kind of stuff that's functional, but nice looking. Uh, I also really like live edge furniture. So it looks like it, it, it came right out of a tree. You still see the, the edge of the bark, uh, or where the bark was. I usually take the bark off, but it's got that natural organic, um, line to it. Uh, I really like that kind of stuff. That's awesome, dude. I've always wanted to get into something like that, but I just never had the the patience, I guess, for it. Yeah, well, that's the cool thing about woodworking is like like live edge stuff. Yeah. You barely have to have patience for that. You just have to have a router and some, and a sander, and you're good. Like, <laughs> I I I enjoy more the finished product than the process sometimes too, yeah. and like being able to just set up this, you know, flattening system with a router and a big bit and just meow, 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 chips flying everywhere. And then in, you know, half an hour, I've got a flattened slab of tree and, uh, you know, your project's half done. <laughs> and you get, you so, get the fulfillment of just seeing the finished product too, man. And you could be, yeah. you could set, set your bourbon on it and be like, Hey, yo, I made that. Absolutely. I've got this media cabinet in my house. I'll have to send you a picture sometime that I spent, I mean, no joke, 250 hours, maybe more over the course of four years putting that thing together. And it is the centerpiece of our living room. And I look at it every day and just go, man, I built that. <laughs> but I bet you also like you'll, you'll walk by it. You'll, you're, you're proud of it, but you see something on it. You'll be like, I could have done better on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what For I do sure. with the paintings behind me, man. I'm like, I could have done that a little bit better on uh, on Leo's uh, yep. mask. So yeah, that's that's that artistry in you, man. Yeah. So, uh, man, how do you uh, how do you think others see you? I think they see me as like this happy-go-lucky guy who's who's kind of adventurous and and loves my family, uh, loves loves God, loves loves serving other people. Uh, a little bit crazy. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how else? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's most of it. But uh, you know, sometimes I don't see myself like that. Like, well, that's that's the next question. How do you how do you see yourself? I see myself as somebody who's really. This show is this marked explicit or <laughs> or not? It it can be. That's up to you, man. I'm... Yeah, I'm just like real messed up dude uh, <laughs> who's like trying to figure stuff out, and you know I'll get two steps ahead and something will happen, and then I feel like I take three steps back, and 
Um, I feel like I'm still working on feeling like I'm good enough. Um, yeah. I like to see myself as kind of a renaissance man, like the mile wide inch deep. Um, I've got, you know, just a lot of interests and I, I like to explore things. Um, so I guess kind of an explorer. Um, I, I see myself as passionate, but sometimes misdirected. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have more of a, fire ready aim kind of mentality that I'm, I'm working on, you know, ordering that correctly to, you know, <laughs> ready aim fire. Um, I see myself as someone who is passionate about people and relationships and sometimes to my detriment. <laughs> you and me both, bro. <laughs> that, everything you just said, that's I think that's why we get along and that's why we're in the Alliance together, man. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Well, I I see you as a humble dude. I see you as a as a as a great dude who's a leader, who's passionate about family and his craft and just loves to be a life student. So mm, thanks, man. That's how I see and a good friend. And a good friend. So thanks. with an awesome beard. I I had to throw a beard <laughs> back in there. <laughs> My my beard is sporting some pumpkin spice th- today. We got Ooh. we got this uh, pumpkin spice beard balm. Oh yeah. That uh, yeah, it may sound a little bit metro, but I like it. My kiss, <laughs> my, my, my wife goodbye this morning. She's like, "Wow, you smell like a latte." <laughs> and then she <laughs> asked, "Hey, can you?" Yeah, put... I know how much you like pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> yeah. You, then she asked, "Hey, can you pick me up one when you when you come home?" <laughs> That's that's. She didn't some, ask, but I probably should. Man, yeah, surprise her, man. Uh, latte and a flower. Yep. Definitely. So, um, what uh, what legacy would you like to uh, bring and leave for your for your I family? I've been and contemplating this a lot lately. Actually, you you may want to edit this part out because I'm gonna actually look up my obituary that I wrote like this past summer because I think it's uh, I think it's still. applicable crap i haven't looked at this in a while but i wrote down the time time space if, okay if so you i'm want. gonna read this to you and, and i may make some edits as i go along as things have changed a bit since then but and if you and if you need me to take cut it let me know yeah okay so this is what i wrote actually during holy crap like the first week or so of my mastermind with andy storch in like june of last year but um Funnily enough, I, th- I think this still fits. So uh, so this is like what I would want my obituary to read. Here we go. So today, Dan Zaner went to meet the Lord with the people he loved most by his side. He was at peace with the world as he greeted old friends, loved ones, and the new adventure that awaited him on the other side. Um, I was born in Minneapolis, uh, May 6th. 87 to see Mary Zayner. He's survived by his wife, Tracy, son, Alex, daughter, Jane, and other daughter, Felicity. I haven't written that one in there. <laughs> and a trusty old Subaru that carried them to their many adventures. Dad was a true Renaissance man. He was an expert at becoming an expert in anything he put his mind to and then teaching us how to master it as well, said Alex with a loving look in his eye, remembering the good times they shared together. 
Of her father, Jane had this to say. He taught me to be strong, take care of myself, and to not put up with people who treated me with less respect than I deserve. I'm so thankful for everything he did for me to show me that beauty can be powerful, kindness can be transformational, and adventure isn't just for boys. i got to put another paragraph in there for, for Felicity now. <laughs> <laughs> with a tear in her eye but a smile on her face, his wife remembered, he always made me feel wanted, appreciated, and special. He put our relationship first, and we've had a grand adventure together. We've been to the top of mountains, to the bluest waters, through deep jungles, to the red sands of Mars, and he's been by my side through it all, usually carrying something heavy. Even near the end, we still made people around us smile as they saw how much we loved each other. He had a fierce love for me that radiated out when we were together. We never stopped laughing and enjoying each other's company. Also present were some of Dan's closest male friends who called themselves the Brothers of the Alliance. We've been close for many years, sharing a special bond through adventures together. Shit, we almost got killed doing some stupid things, but it reminded us what life is all about, and every time we returned from some high mountain or exploring the wilderness, our families could see we were better versions of ourselves. He was constantly sculpting his life to be closer to the man he knew God had created him to be, and I think he came closer than anyone I know, said one of the men gathered there. Maybe you, right? <laughs> People all over the world have benefited from the beauty that came out of Dan's timber frame shop in the woods of Indiana. The shop was an inspiration to everyone who entered it. So, too, were the pieces that came out of it. I remember early mornings we would wake up to the sound of a mallet on a chisel or a hand plane scraping across a board. Those were the sounds of my dad doing one of the things he loved most in life, making something beautiful for our home or someone else's. He loved making things that inspired and were useful, said Alex, looking back at the shop through the bedroom window. Dad built his own coffin using the saw he bought when Alex was born with help from Alex and his closest friends. Until its ultimate purpose, it was used to hold his prized whiskey collection and favorite woodworking books. Dan's positive influence was felt by everyone he met. Many would say their time with him was a spark to ignite something within themselves they didn't know was there. Others remember a relentless joy radiating from him when they met. All agreed he would be missed, but not forgotten. Wow. <laughs> so that's how I want to be remembered. Wow. Man, that I'm some speechless, man. That was that was, <laughs> that was in depth and the, like beautiful, like dude. And I and just seeing all the emotions go run run across your face as you're reading that, man. Thank Still you. Still gets me every time I read it. Man, whoo! I I put the pause in there just in case you want me to accent, but I I I'm gonna keep that for for myself. So I can build yeah. one for my, so, but let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can keep that in there. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll lighten things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got a little heavy. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Whew. Thank you. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, so I like, we, we both have kids and we're both, Young enough for uh, Saturday morning car cartoons back in the day. Heck yeah, we are. Which cartoon character do you most relate to? Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> I don't know why, but the one that's coming up the most is Wiley e. Coyote and Iron Man. Okay. 
Can you, can you can you elaborate a little bit? <laughs> so so Iron, Iron Man because I'm a mechanical engineer yeah. and I love building things and you know want, I feel like I want to be a, a superhero. But Wiley e. Coyote because I'm always coming up with these crazy schemes that never seem to work out. <laughs> uh, at least in my own mind, I think they do work out a little bit better than I give myself credit for. But yeah, yeah, we're always chasing that bird, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would uh, if somebody wrote a biography about your life? What would the title be? <laughs> you can either make it serious, or you can make it fun, or both. You we'll we'll, right. do, we'll do two. Two came two to mind, and and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Uh, born to ruck, and bearded crazy man. <laughs> I like him. I like him, and I think at the beginning of the audiobooks, you're gonna have some like. Some skillet, oh yeah, playing at the beginning. So, with the, with the heavy chords. Oh yeah, who's gonna who's gonna read read the audio book? Oh gosh, I would love nothing more than Mike Rowe to read my, my biography. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. Well, let's... I could listen to that guy read the phone book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about uh, Morgan Freeman a lot of times. Too. Oh yeah, just like. He can he can read me my grocery list. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, what would uh, be one of one of your last uh, meal choices? Mm. Say you're 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 sitting down for your last meal, like like Jesus oh, and yeah. his disciples and his family and stuff. What would yep. what would be that final uh, meal that you? Have? What would be on the menu? It would be a campfire cooked steak. Ooh. Um. Some mac and cheese with truffle oil, some roasted Brussels sprouts with bacon and shallots, um, and a really tall glass of Lagavulin 16. <laughs> You've thought this one out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I see a little bit of drool in your beard. There's, yeah, there's a... There's there's no coincidence that that is my for the past two years I, my birthday party has been inviting some men over for uh, steak scotch and Star Wars. <laughs> I like so I like that. I theme. basically have pretty much that meal every year for my birthday. <laughs> past couple of years, anyway. Dude, yeah. So what uh which which uh which Star Wars do you do you favor the most? Uh, definitely Empire. Okay. I think Empire is my favorite. Um, I used to, when I was a kid, <laughs> we only had the VHS tape of A New Hope and like half of Return of the Jedi recorded from the, the TV. So when I was sick, um, whenever I like got sick or something and had a couple of days at home, I'd ask my mom to go and rent The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi from the video store. And I would watch them over and over and over and over. <laughs> you get you get your kids uh, watching them now too, right? Oh heck yeah, yeah yeah. 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 Uh, Alex Alex has seen the whole original trilogy. Uh, um, we might watch one of the prequels this year, um, and he's gone to see Solo with me. Actually, he really liked that. Um, Jane, I think, has watched Return of the Jedi so far, and Felicity, obviously. What we can watch whatever we want with her. She hasn't. She can't really even see the TV yet. So, um, yeah, I, I really like uh, 
uh, getting them involved with that. It's really funny to see because before we watched the movies, I had these books that I read to, to Alex um, and Jane um, uh, by Jeffrey Brown, uh, Darth Vader and Son. You ever hear that book? No. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Um, so he's got he's got a, like four books. Uh, the first one is Darth Vader and Son about Darth Vader and four year old Luke Skywalker and their you know, adventures together. So he sees Darth Vader as like this cool dad. <laughs> uh, the other the other one in the, the next one in the series is Good Night Darth Vader. So it's Darth Vader reading a bedtime story to Luke and Leia. <laughs> I'm going to have to check those out, man. Oh, they're great. They're great. <laughs> the the third one in this series, Vader's Little Princess, um, I don't like quite as much because it's like teenage Leia. Uh, it's like Leia growing up you know, from a little girl into a teenager and like, you know, dressing skimpy and having a boyfriend and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to think about that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I'll, I'll, I'll talk with people and they're just like, are you worried about th- those stages in life with your daughter? And I'm like... No, I'm gonna be dealing. I'm I'm gonna focus now with her. On yeah, and be in the moment with her now. Exactly. And sh- show her so much love and compassion, and just validate her as much as possible, so she's not going off and wanting to do that. Oh stuff. yeah, plus that's, that's where I'm at too. Is just showing both my daughters like what a relationship with a man should look like, and how a man should relate to his significant other through how I treat my wife and um, you know giving them the safe space to come to me whenever they got anything going on and and be that for them that you know no matter what is happening I can come to dad and we can talk and he's gonna still love me even when I screw up amen amen and then also put great strong women around her too man yeah, absolutely. Great strong women, and then posters of uh, Uncle Larry and Uncle Eric and their Navy SEAL combat gear on their bedroom wall. Yeah. So uh, you know, when their boyfriends come over, they see uh, you know this this is a, a family not to be trifled with. Yeah. Um, and and if uh, you know sh- this young man treats my my daughter poorly, not only will I give him the beating of his life, but I'll call my Navy SEAL honorary uncles for for her and uh they'll show up when he least expects it in the middle of the night he'll uh find uncle larry by his bed and a red dot on his forehead from uncle eric about a mile away (laughs) amen man amen and also let them know that those uncles and those men are there to back daddy if something was to happen and also have them love her and show yeah show that influence too i I, absolutely Dude, I'm loving this interview, man. Thank you. <laughs> Even though it's early and the sun's barely peeking out now. Um, better way to start the day. Dude, yeah. And then I, <laughs> I, 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 I get uh, Mary Saturnio. She's she's next. So, oh, man. It's, she's it's, an absolute delight. It's just going to be a great day. Shout out to Mary and Chris and Saturnio and the Isru. Um, I got a special thing next episode. I'm wearing, I'm wearing uh, my... my... Saturnio designed uh, high leap pants right now. Boom. <laughs> the hat, the action. Yeah, it's funny because I was at the library the other day and somebody was at asking about because I, I, I cuffed my my jeans at the mm-hmm. bottom so they don't get all tattered. 
And I was like, yeah, these are high leap jeans. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, they uh, they stretch and they're like, Chuck Norris could have wore them in Walker, Texas Ranger. And they're kind of equivalent to a, a dude's uh, yoga, yoga jeggings or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. And I went over and I lifted up my leg and looked like I was going to like fart on her or pee on her. But I was like, no, <laughs> check, check the, check, check the material. And she's like, Ooh, those are nice. And then I realized, Oh, I'm all high lead out, man. <laughs> oh yeah. All high lead all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's turtles, converse, uh, and one and high lead. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, highly go ruck and LL bean. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They, they've got some awesome stuff too. Um, man, uh, do you have any uh, questions for me? I like to yeah, turn it um, around at the end. I'm going to ask you what, my, what I usually ask like some of the folks I have my podcast because it's going to be cool. Like, and also, if you can give a quick mention to your podcast. I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, felt so, I feel so um, bad I didn't go more into fine. that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I, <laughs> I barely do any promotion for my podcast anyway. I'm I pretty think, bad at it. But I think you um, should. I, I told Storch, I was like, hey, man, get some... It's more uh, advertisement and marketing out there. Put it out there more. Yeah, yeah, it needs to get out there more because it's uh, my my guests are worth sharing. Yes. Um, it's, you know, it's called the Anthem of the Adventurer. It's all about this like need that we have as men for adventure in our lives. Um, and so yeah, you can find it on your favorite favorite podcast app. Um, but what I really like to ask the folks I interview is like, what would you challenge uh, me and other folks to do to incorporate some adventure into our lives, like something we can do in the next week. That's a really good question. That's why I like to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> what would I, what would I challenge you at to, within the next week to challenge your adventure? Is that, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Like something I could do um, in the next week to, to be more adventurous. This goes out to, uh, my fellow introverts, compliment somebody you don't know. Just go out and compliment somebody. Like, hey, I like your highlight gear, or hey, I like your smile. Hey, how you doing today? Just, just talk to somebody. Doesn't have to be a wilderness challenge or anything like that. But just go out there in the world and cool. challenge somebody. Or not challenge somebody. Talk to somebody. Compliment somebody. Yeah. So, shoot, even go up and. Ask if you can take a selfie with them. I'm not going to do that, but if you feel the need to, then go ahead and do it. <laughs> you know what I need to do is actually go over to my neighbor and knock on his door. He's got a, a, a little bit newer Subaru than mine that's got a really nice lift kit and wheels and stuff on it and, and actually introduce myself and compliment him on his car. So I will do that. You should introduce the cars too since you just got a new Subi. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. And I'm and I'm wanting to put some off-roady bits on it. So there you go. Somebody who's been there before to help me select those. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, is there any uh, in, anywhere online that people can get a hold of you or find you? Or? Yeah, um, anthemoftheadventurer.com is my website. Full disclosure: there's not a whole lot there other than the podcast <laughs> episodes. Um, uh, we've got a group on Facebook as well. Same name, Anthem Over the Adventurer Tribe is the group. Or you can message me through the business page at the Facebook um, page for the, the podcast. Pretty easy to get a hold of it that way. 
uh, email as well, dan at anthemoftheadventurer.com um, or uh, carrier pigeons work too. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if you can't find them, get a hold of me and I can get you linked up oh, yeah. with, with Dan. So do it. Thank you so much and I appreciate you and I appreciate you taking time out to, to do this. Uh, do you have any... Uh, last little nuggets that you'd like to hey man, I, I appreciate you having me here it's uh it's really awesome to get a chat with you in any setting but uh you know be able to share some wisdom with your your audience and jam with you a little bit it's, it's been great um yeah I, like kind of parting thoughts like man just be good to people <laughs> Amen, like, man. people are voting red blue and purple but they're still people at the end of the day and we tend to forget that a lot these days yeah amen amen and focus on what you can control like and it's not a whole hell of a lot it's you know and just forget everything else you know you can you can control your 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 emotions you can control your reactions you can control your your choices everything else is on somebody else so you don't have to worry about it (laughs) amen man amen i have i do have one more question that kind of popped up and it's kind of going in and out we had talked about rap battles. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to take it back to Star Wars. Just a silly, oh, yeah. just a silly one. Who would win a rap battle between <laughs> Chewbacca and Jabba the Hutt? Oh, Lord. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to get in the. <laughs> I think Jabba the Hutt would win, actually. Mostly just he's got a little bit more vocal expression range than than Chewie does. He's a little bit more thug life too, man. He's he's got that gangster yeah, he's just kind of gangster life, you know. <laughs> Although you know Chewbacca was a you know a slave and a mercenary. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I'd be, that'd be interesting if, like, you get the you know, translation transcript of the battle. That, that'd be oh, yeah. it, would be, it would be C-3PO translating in between them, which would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't see me, but I was doing the, doing, doing the robot. It's like c <laughs> That I think that a- might be your next musical project, is, is figuring out how to do a, a rap battle between Jabba the Hutt and and Chewbacca translated by C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough weed in the world for me to do that, man. Um, and I don't, I don't smoke anymore, so <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's, stay that's up awesome. really late one night and, uh, and, I don't know, chug a couple energy drinks, you might get there. <laughs> <laughs> Be flying. No, I, I, funny story is, though, I, I do have a track that I did back in 2007 2008 it's actually oh, yeah. um a job of the hut like i was pretending to rap like job of the hut <laughs> i'll have to find that and shoot that over to you please do because it's oh, so it's it's the stupidest <laughs> but silliest thing you ever heard man oh my it, it could probably it could probably be playing on the 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 new rap station on the radio right now oh yeah because they all mumble Probably anyways because the yeah they <laughs> oh wait that was my car but <laughs> all right boss <laughs>
Thank you so much again. Um, I'm Remix the Dad and Dan Zaner. Thank you again. You're welcome, my friend. It's been great. All right. Peace out, guys. See ya. Take care.